Hello, hello, hello. <sighs> this feels good. This feels really good. Welcome. Happy to have you here. I'm Sierra. And if you hear a little, little breathing in the background, um, it's because I am nursing my son. So full disclosure, I live in a beautiful, beautiful space, but it is not an ideal space for recording. Like the last couple of audiobooks I did, I definitely had to go and record at someone else's house. So, <laughs> um, this is a podcast that is going to be raw. You know, I do a little touching up here and there, but you're going to hear my son in the background, like Toby, those are my babies in the background. Um, you may hear a car blasting their music going down the road or a helicopter because there's there have been helicopters lately. Um, I don't, yep, a story for another time. So here we are. I said that I was going to make this podcast in 2020. And here we are in 2022, <laughs> just barely. Um, I also later said that I was going to get you the first episode by the end of 2021. And I did, full disclosure, I did record an episode before this, but it just didn't feel, it wasn't right. It, 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 it didn't feel like the first episode of Nobody Has the Answers. Um, so here we are, take two. Um, but this is going to be the only take. And I feel like because it's take one of this day that I can definitely one take Drake it. Like, that's what that's right, baby. We're going to one take Drake it. Um, <clears throat> so this first episode is really just, you know, us getting to know each other and um, talking through a few things. We're going to ease our way into things um, as we get started on, on this podcast. So <clears throat> background. I have wanted to have a podcast for years, like before podcasting was really cool, cool. Um, and I had planned it out with my best friend and then we started recording episodes and then it was like, ooh, this is really vulnerable. Like, do we really want people to be in our business like this? Like, ooh, wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so then that got put on pause. And then I was like looking for someone to do the podcast with. And I was like, man, I need somebody to do this podcast with. I need someone to do this podcast with. And then I realized I can do this podcast by myself, even though my son is right here. So I still have somebody to do the podcast with. <laughs> but um, yes, so, you know, I'm, and, and I'm sure you guys can relate. It took a while for me to get to a place where I felt confident. And it's, it's not that I didn't feel like I could do it by myself. There were just all these questions of like, okay, so what do I talk about if no one's responding? And then it was like, Sierra, you love talking. You talk for long periods of time without needing to be interrupted. So what are you like, why, 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 are you, why, why, why are we even doing this? But it had to be done. I had to go through whatever I had to go through. I had to learn whatever I had to learn. And then, you know, I am who I am and I love this beautiful, um, what's a, what's a, what's another good word? Um, I'm trying not to be cliche and say imperfect, but that sounds like the, the word I, 
I'm going to go read the dictionary today so I can get more, more to build my vocabulary. I'm a mom now. Um, <clears throat> so I, uh, went through that and then I went through, okay, what am I going to call the podcast and what's my podcast going to be about? Because I've had people being like, well, you should really do a birth podcast. And I am super passionate about birth more on that later. Um, but do I want to do a whole podcast about it? Like, do I want to constantly shell out information about birth? And then I was like, no, not really. And then it was like, well, you love talking about like self-improvement, but do you want to do a self-improvement? No, I don't. And then it was like, Ooh, you really think you're a relationship expert. Go that route. Then and it just, none of it felt right until this one day, um, that I was challenged. I was challenged. Um, I did a training um, back in 2020. It definitely started like pre-pandemic and then rolled right into the pandemic. And so needless to say, expectations were not met. Like no one expected to have to switch to Zoom, to have to be disconnected from people, to have to lose people, to have to deal with just whatever else was going on in our worlds and then still have this responsibility and still keep, you know, continue this commitment because we had just shelled out thousands of dollars for it. And so there was a there was a call on that day that really really just made me feel so small. Um and you know, I've since processed it and worked through my feelings, but on that particular day I felt so small because I was pulled into uh, a meeting, if you will, to basically be, be attacked. Um, and I did not expect this from the people who I paid to train me. Um, I certainly didn't expect it from other adults. Like I'm fully grown at this point. You know what I mean? Like I'm a full grown adult. Um, and I feel like I'm being called into the principal's office. And the whole point of the call was that I seemed distant and I was coming off apathetic and it seemed like I didn't really care and I was going through the motions. And we're, we're, we're like in the pandemic at this point. Like this is maybe June pandemic year, right? So the people who thought it was only going to last for a couple of weeks, <laughs> you know, the people who thought we were only going to be home for a few weeks. It's now a few months. It's now sunny outside. And some, like some things are starting to open back up, but some things are not. Um, and, you know, I was living in a space where the people I lived with were just completely uncomfortable with easing back out into the world. Um, you know, I was living with someone that's high risk. And so it, it, there was just, I was dealing with a lot. Okay. May, June-ish that year. I, really, I don't remember the exact date, but I was dealing with a lot. And so I'm, I'm on this call and I'm listening to all of these things that just do not align with who I am. Right. Like by no means. And I, am I a distant person? I absolutely am not apathetic. Um, and it's the first time that anyone had ever suggested that. And I was just like, whoa, like, whoa. And it literally like brought me to tears. And I was like, why is this happening? Like, wh what have I done to deserve this? What lesson am I supposed to be learning 
as I'm just being attacked. And to be fair, like not everyone on the call was attacking me. There were definitely people who were like just as caught off guard as I was and were like, okay, you obviously haven't taken the time to get to know her at all. But in that moment, I had to like release my feelings, say what needs to be said. Um, I was accused of, of like being caught in a lie and I was like, that's what you thought that was? I. I have no reason to lie to you. I am paying you <laughs> to, to do this. Like, why would I lie? I just, you, you know, it was, it was a lot. So painting that picture for you, just to say that that was the day that I figured out what I wanted my podcast to be about and the direction I wanted it to go in. And it's because that whole situation brought up so many questions for me, um, brought up so many emotions for me. And even though I knew in the moment that there was some projecting happening, even though I knew in the moment that whatever was happening really didn't have anything to do with me per se, right? Um, And that all of the people on the call are dealing with some sort of hurt or just adjusting because of what's happening in the world. I still was very, 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 very hurt by it. And I just, I, I I had all these questions to answer. And a few of them got answered, but most of them didn't. And it just it just came to me. I literally was like staring into my closet. I don't even think I was getting clothes. I think I was just staring into my closet. And I was like, nobody has the answers. Like, nobody knows what's going on with this pandemic. <clears throat> no disrespect to the people who study like epidemiology and things like that. But, you know, although there are going to be similarities, you know, between what's happening with COVID and what's happening with previous um, pandemics or epidemics, excuse me, there's still going to be new elements. And so I say this all the time about science. People are like, no, this is science. This is real. There's proof. And I hear that science is beautiful. Science is this wonderful, like just ball of exploration and like, who I wonder what happens if I do this. And like, it's just, I, I love science. But do I feel like science is like the truth? Not all the time. I mean, we in my lifetime, I've lost a planet. I've lost an entire planet in my lifetime. Like, I, I want that to sink in. I was taught for years and years of my life that this was a planet, and then I found out that it wasn't. And so the thing about science and the thing about, you know, just calculating things is it depends on the data. It depends on what you enter in. It depends on the person that's reviewing it. It depends on their conclusion. It depends on like how true it is for what period of time. So it's gonna be true. It's gonna be true for a while, but before they discover gravity, you know what I mean? Like something was true until it wasn't. And then gravity became true. And then we lost the planet. I'm still, can y'all tell I'm still, I'm still like working through that? Like we actually lost the planet. I, anyway, um, so just, I found comfort in that. And I know that that may sound ironic. It may sound really ironic to find comfort in just not knowing what you're doing, knowing that other people also don't know what they're doing. Me sitting here as a parent, don't know what I'm doing. And I was a nanny for over 10 years. I'm a doula. Like, I just, I work with children. I'm a teacher. Still don't know what I'm doing. There's still times that I stare my son in the face and I'm like, I don't know what you need. I, I just don't know like what, like what, what is it? Because I don't know. Um, 
so yeah back to the original story it hit me and it brought me so much comfort and I was like that's it that's what I'm going to talk about that is what my podcast is going to be about and I know that still sounds very vague like okay Sierra you haven't really told us what the podcast is about (laughs) but um I'm sharing that so that you know we can begin this transparent vulnerable open relationship because we're gonna be talking about some things okay I got things and we're gonna be talking about them and y'all gonna be responding to them and then you know it's gonna be a whole little well I go and then you go and then I go you go just like that you know like that so um yes here we are finally getting this episode done gonna get it released as soon as I figure out how to unlock my apple id um (laughs) uh, but I'm gonna get it released and posted and all that and I can say that I'm in a space now where I'm actually excited to see what you guys think about it like I'm excited to see what what my community has to say what their response is um what you guys are wanting more of, you know, what you're, what you're looking for, what you loved, what you didn't love so much. And so, um, bring it on. And I am a little nervous now that I've said that out loud, but still excited. So, uh, I am a whole lot of things. Like, I, like I mentioned, I'm a doula, I'm a mom, I'm a mother now. Um, I have my son in November he is just about seven weeks. He'll be seven weeks old tomorrow. And he is absolutely wonderful. He's just absolutely the best thing. Uh, both me and my partner have wanted to see parents for as long as we could remember. Like, if I could choose an occupation as a child, it would have been mom. I'm, I'm going to be someone's mother. I've been trying to be somebody's mama forever. Just always with somebody's baby in my hand. Always babysitting. And then I made nannying a career. Um, and then my teaching and just all that stuff. Like I'm super into life, just life, creating life, more life, children. I think birth is the most fascinating thing that occurs on this planet. Like more fascinating than any technology, than, you know, the fact that we don't really know where our minds are, like just fascinating. Like all the world wonders, birth is it. Birth is the one for me. Um, so naturally I went on to become a birth worker. I am a birth doula, a postpartum doula. I'm also a bereavement doula, which means that I support families through fatal diagnosis. Um, sometimes it happens where you get pregnant and you find out that your baby's not going to survive. Um, I support families through miscarriage, through stillbirth, uh, through just time in the NICU. So it doesn't, it doesn't always have to be fatal. Uh, but that if you or anyone you know has ever had a baby in the NICU, there's just so much that you need, like so much that you need. Um, and yes, if you are hearing that, that is absolutely my son snoring in the background. Um, (laughs) but it's a, it's a decision that I made once I discovered that bereavement doulas existed, um, you know being a person who's been affected by miscarriage. Um, When I was nine, I was very excited because I was gonna be a big sister. And my mom um, lost my little brother on Thanksgiving day, actually. Um, And so that was was a lot for me to process as a nine-year-old. 
And my nine-year-old superhero complex definitely felt like there was something that I could do, some way I could change it, and all of that. So um, rest in peace to my brother, Kajay. We love you. Um, and yeah, so there's like, there, there's, there's history there. So once I found out that like, wow, there's somebody who could actually help the family members to process this, to, to, to be there, to hold your hand, to support, to just be present, to do the things that you shouldn't have to worry about. Like make sure your pets get walked and make sure your mail gets, you know, just stuff like that. Um, I was like, this is amazing. Like why aren't people talking more about this? And so I serve um, families who are birthing in any trimester. And I'm really proud of that, if you if you can't tell. Um, but yeah, so I am also a hypnobirthing uh, ch- a childbirth educator. So I teach people how to go within, to pull out their natural instincts, their natural bodily tools, to um, remain calm and have an instinctive gentle birth. I love, love, love teaching those classes. Also train doulas. I have my first doula training coming up in about a month. Cannot wait, so excited about it. I have very strong feelings about the doula training programs out there and and all of the things that they lack. So I've been wanting to find a solution uh, for this for a while. but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm in birth work. I am a teacher. I teach drama. I teach dance. I, I'm a lover. I just love people. I love love. I love the people in my life. Um, I love my life. And I know that it is such a, such a beautiful thing to be able to say that. Like, I, I love my life. Ups and downs, left and right. Like, all the twists and turns, all the surprises that happen. I love my life. And I intend to continue loving my life. I am a person who is like just a stickler. I'm just not even just for anything in particular. I'm just a stickler. I, I it's the principle. That's me. If 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 it's the principle was a person, it's me. Um, so you know, I'm working through my flaws, uh, but I'm also embracing that, that just this is this is who and how I am. I remember going through a period in life where. I was like obsessed with self-improvement. Like I was like, oh no, this person is offended by this. I need to fix it. Oh no, this person doesn't like that I do that. I need to fix it. And it was a very strange time. And then my mom was just like, at what point do you just let it be? Like at what point do you just accept it? And I was like, if you if you recognize that sound, that's because I, I was doing the, the mind blown thing. Like, you know, fingertips to my temple and then opening them up as I, draw my hand back it was mind blown I was like why is that so simple and why didn't I think of that um and if you are thinking this right now you may also know what I'm about to say because I'm an overthinker overthink overanalyze earth sign things um and so yes all of that speaking of signs I'm a Virgo sun I know some people love me some people don't love me as much but all of you love me and you're just going to have to deal with it. Um, I am an Aries moon and Sagittarius rising. So my chart is all earth and fire. Little itty bitty bits of like water and air. But I'm, I'm pretty much earth and fire. You know, I'm grounded. I need my stability. But also 
I might just cut you off because I don't have time for, <laughs> I don't need, like the fire part of me is a lot less of, oh, let me like turn up on you and a lot more of I my energy. I just can't, you don't want to see that version of me. So I'm going to walk away. Um, again, working through my flaws, learning. Okay. We are learning together on this, on this podcast. Um, and I will not pretend to be anything that I'm not. Um, I am, ooh, I don't, you know, I just, I'm going to stop there because I can't think of anything else right now. But like, those are, those are my things, you know, those are the things that I identify with, um, you know, ways that people might describe me, things that are very important to me, um, little, little, little look into moi, who I am, what I does. So, <laughs> um, I hope that that gave you, you know, a little bit more insight into, into me and into, into what you can expect on this podcast. Um, I definitely won't keep you here long today. I can talk, I can talk and I can't guarantee you all that these episodes will be less than an hour. Today's will, as you probably already know, cause it tells you how long it is. Um, but I can't guarantee you these are going to be less than an hour. I just cannot. And I am okay with that. Like I have just, I have fully accepted that I enjoy talking. I enjoy explaining things. I love details. I love all of that. And the people who know me in my life are probably chuckling right now. Like, yep, yeah, that's, yep. She'd be talking and she doesn't stop. So, (laughs) um, I want to talk a little bit about just comfort and not knowing, you know, just going back to the title of this podcast, nobody has the answers. It's okay not to know. The kids these days are saying, if you know, you know. And even in that, there's almost a little bit of insinuation that like, if you don't know, something's wrong. What am I missing out on? What don't I know? Oh man, like what did I miss? Um, Who said what, you know? And so you have to get comfortable just not knowing. Even like, just let's just take a small scenario, right? You know, you're talking to someone, maybe a coworker, maybe somebody you just met, maybe it's a first date. They ask you, oh, have you ever like seen Blackish? Are you you into Blackish? And you're like, yeah, you know, I've seen a couple episodes. And you're like, and then they start telling you about something like, oh, you seen that one episode? You know how Junior be da da da, da. and you like, I don't even know who Junior is. That the big one, that the little one, is the baby. There's a baby. So it, we we almost have this fear of just like not knowing. Like, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, and it's okay not to know. And I'm talking to y'all, but I'm talking to myself. Like. It's truly okay not to know. And it's okay if like you don't know and you decide, I'm gonna go find out. Like that's actually kind of interesting. But it's also okay if you're like, yeah, no, nah, black is just in my thing. It's not funny to me, I don't like it. I don't know anybody who feels that way because black is just hilarious. But if that's you, own that, be you. I don't know anything about blackish. Somebody starts talking about politics and it's like, yeah, no, I don't really get into politics. And then someone responds, what? How do you not, how can you live in this country and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, the way that I've been doing it? Thank you. And I've, all, I've always admired people who were just like, oh, I don't know. 
And it's, it's almost jarring for somebody to just be like, I don't know, period. Without an excuse, without being like, oh, well, no, you know, I actually, the reason why I just, you know, so uh, I'm, I just kind of missed it. Like just, even just now me trying to come, come up with an excuse, I sound silly. I sound silly because one, it's okay for you not to know. It is totally and utterly and wholly and fully and completely, okay, I'm being dramatic now, okay for you not to know. It's really okay. It's okay for you not to have the answers. And I know that this is, this is a lesson that people commonly learn when they become parents. But usually because some other parent has told them, it's okay, sis, like, you ain't got to know. None of us know. I remember... <laughs> I remember saying that to somebody one day and their eyes got so big. I was like, I mean, none of us really know what we're doing. Like the amount of trust that we put in people is, it's really just unfair because none of us really know what we're doing. Like we know what we know and we don't know what we don't. And it's, we'll figure it out along the way, you know, very Maya Angelou, when we know better, we do better, things like that. But we just don't know. I, sidebar, I really want to go back and listen to this episode and count how many times I say the word no. <laughs> K-N-O-W, not N-O. So, um, you know, just simple example. I was with my line sister in D.C. and we were at a bookstore. And I'm pregnant and I'm glowing and looking fabulous. I felt really cute this day. I'm, full disclosure, throughout my pregnancy, I felt cute almost all the time. Like, almost the whole time. Um... And you really just couldn't tell me anything. Like, I was like, I'm growing life. Like, my body is a miracle. I'm doing this. And look at my boobs. Yes, thank you. So, um, I got dressed that day. Like, it wasn't even some, something that I, like, it wasn't an outfit that I planned out in my suitcase, right? So, I literally just, like, put it on. And I love when I'm in that mindset where I can just create. And, yes, I do think fashion is creation. Um because sometimes I'm, you know, as, as an overthinker, I can get really in my head. And then like my partner will literally have to be like, you look great. Why don't you like, what happened to the, th- the thing you had on before? Um, because that's what I do. I overthink it sometimes. I just overthink it. And so those days where I feel that level of confidence where I can just get up and like throw, some, throw something together and be like, yes, I did that. Those are days. Is it? Is it good to you, baby? Listen, he is really into this breast milk. Um, I'm not going to lie. It tastes good. I, I highly recommend it. I think, you know, someone that you're close to, because it may be a little weird to just, like, taste anybody's breast milk, but it's it's really sweet. Like, it tastes really nice. Um, I know. That's the mom in me. But, yeah, so I was super cute, and I was glowing, and I just, it obviously showed, because everyone I encountered that day was like, you know, giving me a compliment or just noticing or just acknowledging the joy that I was exuding because I felt good in my body. And so this woman, she just, um, she was so sweet and she just could not help but like continue talking to me. Like every time I passed her, she was like, one more thing. And I, I love it when things like that happen because not only am I feeling good, but I'm playing a part in someone else feeling good. And I know she's not feeling good because of me. That's her choice. I know that. But spreading joy is a real thing. Like, it's a real thing, sidebar. Um, There's a man who uh, is usually on the street 
holding up a sign that says, let me see that million dollar smile. And I love him. I look like his name is London. He is just, I've never encountered him where he wasn't joyful. And that's not to say that he has to be joyful all the time, but I'm not taking for granted how often he pulls joy from wherever he has to pull it from to spread it to everyone else around him. Like literally lights up my life to see him. Like, oh my gosh, hey, good to see you. How you doing? Just really, really, really enjoy his energy. And so, because I know what, what that feels like, I be trying to let people live, right? My line sister was not trying to let this lady live. So I mentioned to y'all, I'm a birth worker, I'm a doula. There's not, I, I by no means claim to know things. Like I do not claim to know everything. I don't know everything, okay? I'm telling, I'm gonna just blankly say that right now. I don't know everything. But because this is what I do, there are lots of things that I know. Um, and so there's not a lot of news that happens about birth work or doulas or black women in America that doesn't come across my phone, my, my desk, right? So the woman, she's talking to me and she's saying stuff and we're just having a conversation and she goes, oh, there's this book. And I wish I could remember the name of it because I remember picking the book up and thinking, wow, like when I get pregnant, this is the book I want and you should totally read it. It's so good. It was about this and that, blah, blah, blah. And um, spirit be talking to me, you know, my, my intuition when I'm when I'm aligned like that, when I'm feeling good in my body and I'm just I'm joyful. I I know things. I just be knowing things and not because I know them, because spirit told me, OK, because I don't know everything. Okay, you see where I'm going with this? I hope I'm not losing you. So Spirit told me she was talking about this beautiful book called um, Oh, Sis, You're Pregnant, right? And I love, love, love talking about pregnancy, birth, whatever. So I've gotten to a place in my life where it doesn't offend me if someone tells me something that I already know. So whatever advice she was giving me, it was obviously bringing her so much joy. Like empathizing with her, it probably was a moment that was like, look, she might know, but she might not know. And I don't want to be the person that didn't share it with her. So let me, let me, let me tell her this. Let me tell her about this book. Um, and so we were talking about it. She could, she couldn't remember the name of it. Right. And I'm just thinking to myself, I think she's talking, I think I know the book she's talking about, but I also didn't want to steal her shine, steal her joy. Didn't want to belittle anything that was happening. So I just let her talk. I listened. I responded. We went on. She came back around because she must've gone to talk to, I left out that we were in a bookstore, <laughs> dope bookstore, um, Casa and Kofa. It was really, really cool. Um, so we were in the bookstore. So she must have went to talk to the, the guy behind the counter. And he found the book for her. And she was like, oh, my gosh, this is it. He has the book. He found it. She bought it to me. It was exactly the book I thought she was talking about. Um, shout out to Miss Boswell. And Black Mom's blog. I really, really, really love that blog. Um, also, love what she does with her daughter. Because I am super, super, super duper into advocacy for embracing, learning about, talking about openly your menstrual cycle, your moon cycle, your period, whatever you decide to call it. Um, and just any of the things that women go through that happen every day that are super normal that people like to shy away from. Um, so 
she comes back and she's super excited and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, like I, I know this book. I actually know the woman who wrote it. Um, we're not like besties or anything like that, so don't go, you know, telling her <laughs> that I said I know her. Like, yeah, you know, my homie, we be talking every day. No, I just, I met her a couple times. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I love it. It's great. I'm proud. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that she's excited about a product that a black woman has made, you know, let alone a black woman that I've encountered and swapped energy with. And so my little sister, again, not letting her live is just like, you better than me. And I'm like, she's obviously happy. Like just, she was like, cause I would have been like, I'm a doula. I know, I know. And, <laughs> and I know my life sister was coming from like a playful place. Like she wasn't serious, but it's just like, I could have, I could have done that. I could have been like, let me stop you right there. I'm a birth worker. Like I know all the things that you're telling me, but I often have to ask myself, whatever I'm saying, whatever I'm doing, who is it helping? Who is it hurting? Does it hurt me at all? to sit there and let this woman just live her life and just share some knowledge with me, tell me about something that, you know, maybe I already know about, maybe I don't, but like, am I hurt? Am I losing anything? I'm not. She's, she's happy. I'm never going to see this woman again. I don't think maybe. So I, you know what I mean? Like just, just, just let her live. Like it's okay to be the person that receives information. Whether you know it already, whether you don't, you don't have to be a know-it-all. You definitely don't have to be the person that is just like, you know, just, uh, what's the word? I can't think of it. I, I'm seriously going to go and, and like flip through the dictionary today. Um, that, <laughs> I have a, a, another segment that I'm going to go into in a second, and that absolutely reminds me of oh, how far we've come. Um, so, <laughs> so you, you know, y'all, y'all get what I'm saying. I don't have to keep like going around in circles, but just get comfortable not knowing, get comfortable in the unknown, get comfortable being uncomfortable, get comfortable not being the smartest person in the room. I remember, um, a professor at my school who wasn't even my professor, but apparently he said this so much that I heard it from other students. They used to say it all the time. And he just used to say, like, look, if you're the smartest person in your circle, you need a new circle. And I'm sure that you have heard some version of that in your, you know, in your lifetime. And maybe you haven't. Let me let, let me not assume that, you know. So let me say that again. If you're the smartest person in your circle, you need a new circle. OK, and it's OK to have people that look up to you. It's totally OK to have mentees and just just to have people who come to you for the things that you are really good at, for the things that you do know. Like, oh, yeah, you know, Sierra's really good at that. Why don't you ask her? Yes, sure. Let's have a conversation about it. But it's also OK to be in the learning position, to be the sponge, to be the person soaking up information like that is arguably the best place that you can be. Because learning never stops. We're lifelong learners. We're going to continue learning for the rest of our lives about ourselves, about the people around us, about the world, about new technology, just about whatever. We're going to continue learning. Learning doesn't stop at school, right? I dated a guy um, when I was younger, when I was a kid. And I used to always get on him for how he talked because I'm the grammar police. I'm not going to lie. 
Um, I'm better now. I don't say things to people who don't ask for my opinion. But if you ask me to proofread something, just know, get prepared because I know the rules. Okay. Um, but he used to always just like say stuff that didn't make sense. And I just used to be like, no, like, don't like, that's not it. And he's like, I'm not in school. Like I'm, when I'm in school, I can talk properly, but when I'm not in school, Da, 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 whatever whatever and I thought it was the dumbest thing ever <laughs> thought it was so dumb like but you know on one hand who am I to correct him who am I to tell him how to speak like you're speaking I know what you mean I feel the same way about people who speak multiple languages don't correct people who speak multiple languages they speak multiple languages if they speak five languages and they use the wrong pronoun you know what they mean okay let them live they speak multiple languages. So stop correcting them. I'm talking to y'all, but I'm talking to myself. Um, so, it, you know, that, that's, the, that's one part of it. But the other part of it is like, sir, be, be all that you can be, okay? But also, learning doesn't stop when you leave school. Like, you keep learning. And there's a part of me that just felt like he didn't, he didn't really know. You know what I mean? And maybe there was a, an element of embarrassment for me to just, like, be correcting him so casually the way that I used to do. Like, actually, no, this is this. So I'm, I'm a lot more careful now. I try my best to wait for people to ask for my opinion um, before I <laughs> offer it, okay? Um, I'm working on me, okay? But, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like y'all are with me. Even though I'm recording this in real time and no one's listening yet except for my son, I feel like you're picking up what I'm putting down. So I'm a I'ma leave that right there. And I'm gonna start to to bring to bring this this first episode to a close. Um, but just just remember that nobody has the answers. So why do you feel like you have to? Why do you feel like you have to know exactly what to do in every situation? Why do you feel like you have to constantly be perfect? You know, why do you feel all that pressure? And where's the pressure coming from? It's coming from you. Because most other people don't care. The things that we think people care about, they, they rarely do. They rarely, rarely care about those things. And it's okay because they're busy focused on themselves. And that's exactly what you should be doing. Focusing on you. So um, before we go, I'm going to trans- <laughs> transition into... Uh, the only segment that I feel is necessary for this show. And it's called Lessons from Littles. I spend a lot of time around little people. And I mean children. I don't mean... Uh, yes. I just want to be clear that I'm not being offensive. Um, so I spend a whole lot of time around little people. And I learn so much from them. The point in life that I realize that I'm not actually teaching them anything. They're teaching me is the point at which my life shifted and things made so much more sense. Like, literally, I can see clearly now, the rain is gone. I, I'm not gonna say, I'm, I'm not gonna do that to y'all on the, on the first episode, but you can expect, you know, a note or two. Likely off key, it's coming though. Um, so my best friend's daughter, um, <laughs> speaking of dictionaries, I'm talking to my best friend and she's like, you know that my child doesn't know what the dictionary is? I was like, what? She's like in the third grade. And so I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, 
I'm just realizing that like kids don't use dictionaries anymore. And I'm like, dang. And so I'm having the realization that like, wow, so encyclopedias, almanacs, like, like you do you know what an appendix is? So I was like, I I don't know. I say all the time that in my generation, in my lifetime, like the millennial lifetime, we've seen so much. We saw phones go from having cords to being cordless, go from being like huge with like big keypads and only having snake on it to being basically little computers and being touchscreen. Like things have changed so rapidly in our lifetime. It's crazy to, to think how rapidly things are gonna change in my son's lifetime. But I took away from that, like that realization that this child that I love literally said the phrase, what's a dictionary? Um, like, <laughs> sorry, I, I, it still blows my mind. But I took away from that, um, that the lesson that I took away from that, that's why I'm, I'm stumbling over my words. You know, I might be reaching my limit, y'all. It's probably time. You know what it is? I'm nursing. And <laughs> it is quite literally like giving everything that you've put in your body. So it's time for me to eat and hydrate again. That's, I'm getting fuzzy. Um, so what the lesson that I took away from that is change happens. Change comes. And you have to be okay with that. Like, because I'm, I'm not gonna lie, the both of us were a little offended. Like, wow, so I guess, I guess she just used Google. Dang, I guess I just used Google. When's the last time I picked up a dictionary? Do I even have a dictionary? Like, there was just, there's so much that happened. So, so, so much that happened. But it's just like, things change. Things change, people change, things evolve. And we have a habit of talking about the good old days or just being like, you know, man, I really love when um, things used to be like this, this simpler times, blah, blah, blah. But things change, period. Change is constant. And it was a simple reminder to me to just flow, to just let life be, to be in the present moment and not only be here, but show gratitude, right, baby? Not only be here, but show gratitude for it. Like, be grateful for this moment right here that I'm in. It can be really difficult when the moment that you're in feels overwhelming, feels unfair, feels just crappy, you know? But there's gratitude in every situation. And we don't know. We really don't know what change is coming our way. But we can be in control of how we receive it, right? So when change comes, take your time, process it. Just, just, just let it be, okay? And be as confident. Be as confident as this little girl, okay? She didn't say, oh, let me go. Google what a dictionary is and look it up because I don't want my parents to know that I don't know this thing, right? She didn't say, oh, a dictionary, right? Right. She said, what's a dictionary? Innocently, no hesitation, be that person. Channel that energy, all right? My people, family, 
it's been lovely. I've had a really good time. I hope you have as well. And I'm looking forward to, to doing this with you. I'm looking forward to it. I honestly can't wait. Like, this is a goal that is about to be knocked off my achievement list. And I'm really excited about it. So be great. Be well. Spread some joy. Be comfortable not knowing. Nobody knows. You know what they say about wise men and women. I don't know why I wanted to say wise men and women just now. Um, See, I don't be knowing either, y'all. But you know what they say about wise men and women. A wise woman knows that she knows nothing at all. And there it is. Peace and love to you. Until next time.